Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I had dreams of becoming a Canadian real estate magnate, but I'm out of luck. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So you don't usually come to us for this sort of thing, but Jennifer Lopez is engaged, I think, for the fifth time. I don't think she's been married that times, but she's been engaged that many times. And because she's J-Lo, they're always very high profile, and she talks a lot about them and acts like it's the greatest moment of her life, which you can do a couple times, maybe? I don't know. I just Hang uh, on a second. How many times has J-Lo been married? Who are you asking? Siri. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Parade.com has the answer for me, apparently. Parade. I wouldn't go to this parade. Kids were staying home from the Parade.com parade. <laughs> a parade. I used to read Parade in the Sunday paper every Sunday. Did that for decades. It's a parade of irrelevant crap. <laughs> it's taking right. freaking forever to load, too, and I don't right. care. Well, jump in when you get the answer. Yeah, we'll waiting. do. Oh, there I can't is. wait. So here's J-Lo explaining what it was like when Ben Affleck finally... Affleck! Uh, finally proposed to her. She was taking a bubble bath, J-Lo in the bathtub, as her uh, beautiful 50-year-old body is uh, naked, and, naked and shiny and covered with bubbles in there. Saturday night, while at my favorite place on earth in the bubble bath, my beautiful love, Ben Affleck, got on one knee and proposed, she wrote in a newsletter. Of course you do. You have to write in a newsletter all the details of this sort of stuff because your life only exists as lived through others, apparently. Uh... I just looked in his eyes, smiling and crying at the same time, trying hard to get my head around the fact that after 20 years, this was happening all over again. Because he had proposed to her 20 years ago, and they broke it off or something. I was quite literally speechless. And he said, is that a yes? And I said, yes, of course it's a yes. She was crying, etc., etc. I was smiling so big, and tears were coming down my face, feeling so incredibly happy. Blah, 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 blah. It was the most romantic thing I could have ever imagined. So apparently it was more romantic than the other four engagements she's had. Which is nice, because you want them to get more romantic as you go along. You don't want, you know, like your sixth engagement to be, well, it's better than the third and fourth, but certainly not as good as the first two. 
So that's a decent proposal. Yeah, you want to build. Uh, she's been engaged six times, including the uh, two times to Affleck. Affleck! Six engagements. Six times somebody says, would you marry me? You said yes. You put on a ring and you told people it was the greatest moment of your life. Six times. That's hard to wrap your head around, isn't it? She's she's like uh, working on a, you know, a Liz Taylor, Larry King thing. She's only 52. Oh, yeah. She's got plenty of time. And she's uh, like the best looking 52 year old in the world. So she's got the ability to do this many more times. Um, uh, just, just a quiet Saturday night at home. Two people promising always to be there for each other. I think you promised to always be there for each other 20 years ago when you got engaged, but then you both went with other, he went and started a family with some other people. You got engaged two or three times. (laughs) That is really interesting. Uh, second chance at true love, whatever true love means to her. In a video accompanying the newsletter. So this is what you live your life like when you're famous. (laughs) You have this intimate moment that's among the most intimate moments you ever have in your life. And you put out a newsletter and an accompanying video. (laughs) She says it was totally unexpected, even though all your TMZs and everything like that have been expecting it for months now. I'm engaged, she put in all capital letters. Totally unexpected. My love came in. Ben came in. And he got down on one knee, blah, blah, blah. You heard the story. It was the most perfect moment. She also touched on the significance of the green diamond in her engagement ring, explaining the color has always been lucky for her. Lucky in what sense? Certainly not in love. This is engagement number six. He hands me a ring, says it's a green diamond. Uh... Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Same. It's old a thing. green diamond. There probably isn't any such thing. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just seems odd to me. I, I would hate to say to my friends and family for the sixth time, I've met the one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Hani Noah was Lopez's first husband. They were married from 1977 to 1998. I'm sorry, 1997 to 98. So a year, maybe a little more. Noah met Lopez uh, when he was a waiter at a restaurant owned by Gloria Estefan. Well, that's a pretty good pull, Jennifer Lopez, when you're a waiter at a restaurant. Uh, Yeah, well said, sir. She married her second husband, Chris Judd, in 2001. The pair met on the set of the Love Don't Cost a Thing music video. Okay, waiter, then a dude in her video. marriage number two was, or is that engagement number two? No, they were married. Okay. On 2001, she filed for divorce in 2002. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> See a pattern emerging here. Then her third marriage was to Latin Grammy winner Mark Anthony. All right. With whom she shares a couple of youngsters. They lasted a long seven years from 2004 to 2011. Mm. Yeah, so that was a good long run. Uh, let's see. So this would be the fourth um, she she was engaged to Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod. Right. Uh, but uh, broke up with him and got to bet, uh, back together with Affleck. Okay. These so people keep track at home. These people get over their past relationships so quickly. That's one of the more amazing things to me is in the celebrity world. Like um, Ted Lasso, what's his name? Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. Yeah, he got dumped by another hot actress chick, Olivia Wilde. 
And like a week later, he's he's dating somebody else and telling TMZ, you know, I, I'm really lucky I landed on my feet. You 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 were heartbroken and like holding her and crying in a TMZ picture like a week on ago. Tuesday uh, I was. It's Saturday. <laughs> I just how do their how do their brains work that they that, that, ah. Well, I was going to say maybe they're shallow and self-obsessed. <laughs> I'm a fan of Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I really like his stuff. Doesn't mean he's not shallow and self-obsessed. I don't know him. Yeah, and, and is it is it got to do with how pretty and rich they all are? So just the the opportunities are so much more than for you know regular people. You would immediately have a hundred people pursuing you as soon as you know. Sure, you'd be rebounding like Charles Barkley. All the beautiful and, and, and wealthy. But it's just, I don't know. I've just always thought that's weird. I'm back, and I'm in love again. It's in, in the greatest love ever. The one that ended a week ago. This one is oh man, it's off the charts. You know, I don't mind you saying that, uh, J-Lo, but don't look at me and wait for my reaction. Okay? It's, it's, I'm happy for you, kind of. Anyway, good luck. But... Of course, if you subscribe to the J-Lo newsletter and watch the videos, I suppose you deserve that sort of content. Yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of being fabulously wealthy, uh, my dream of being a Canadian real estate uh, investor is, has been dashed. This is really interesting. The, uh, the Trudeau government announced it will ban foreign investors from buying homes in Canada for two years in a bid to cool off their overheated housing market. And I know uh, major corporate investing is a big reason for the run-up in uh, real estate prices in the U.S. Too. Sure. Some markets uh, more than others. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, it's probably not doable in the American system, but two-year ban on foreign home buying as well as higher taxes for people who sell their home within a year. Although both measures include multiple exceptions, including for permanent residents and foreign students. Uh, the taxes thing is interesting. Trying to think of whether or not I'm okay with any of these things from a, because we like we have in tax we have tax incentives to encourage marriage. Getting back to that whole thing because we want to encourage that because it's good for society. It's good for society for people to stay in homes, isn't it? It's an anti-flipping measure essentially. Yeah, it's an anti-speculation measure. All the foreign investors that come in and swoop up homes, then when the market crashes, which I assume is going to happen, maybe it's not. But if it happens, then do they sell them or do they just eat it or what happens? I don't know. Probably declare a uh, tax loss and and move on, depending on how big a dog they are. I know in Vancouver, Canada, uh, real estate values just went like insane high. Like, uh, you know, uh, a pimp. What was the expression I heard? Spending like a pimp with a week to live. <laughs> um, That's an interesting but, expression. Spending uh, like a pimp with a week to live. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it, so real estate. I'll tell prices, my wife that. <laughs> In Vancouver, skyrocketed like, you know, pimps with a week to live on cocaine were in charge uh, because of Chinese speculators. I mean, wildly distorted the market, wildly. And I just, you know, I'm a free market guy, but I've got to admit, if you have foreign nationals, particularly from malign regimes, like China, for instance, Chinese oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, bidding up your real estate so that your 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 teachers and your waiters and your uh, you know your, your janitors can't buy a house. You know, you might be tempted to intervene. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying I get it. Well, these Chinese and speculators, they can't be. They're not dumb business people. That's not how they ended up gazillionaires. So they must not think it's going to crash. 
or at least not before they flip it, flip the properties. Right. Okay. Yeah. Somebody's, uh, you know, somebody's always holding the bag at some point. Uh, everybody else is talking about, uh, you know, how well they did. But, you know, there's always somebody, me in 2007, whenever it was, uh, who, who who buys at the wrong time. But again, I, you know, it's funny. I'm just trying to be honest. I realize I'm trying to have it both ways, but I really get why they're doing this in Canada. It's a real, you know, incursion into the free market. But I mean, we're not talking about investing in, I don't know, some you know, some commodity like a sorghum or something like that. I mean, and that affects people and how they live, but we're talking about housing. You have foreign nationals artificially, artificially, hmm, they're not doing anything illegal, inflating your housing costs. Do you as a government do something about that? If pick a village in Africa, they got a bunch of huts. If Americans came in and bid those up to where nobody that lives there could afford to live, would I think it was out of line for them to try to stop that from happening? I don't think I would. No, I would understand completely. I don't know. I'm sure some of our more libertarian-minded listeners will explain why that's a terrible philosophy. But. Sure. Be sure to include the uh, term idiot or do some research or be better. Or I'm done with you two, <laughs> ass clowns. I always like that one. Yes, that's a good one. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> 